Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Art of Learning Podcast. Today, we talk about how to fall asleep in two minutes. Have you ever needed to fall asleep? Maybe it's on the plane or the bus or a couch. Have you ever been up at 11 or 12 at night and needing to fall asleep because you have to get up early the next day but you just can't? Well, personally, I don't usually sleep super well. It's just kind of something I've never been super great at. However, through starting to utilize this technique in the last uh, few days, I have noticed I've been sleeping longer and a lot better. So this is a military hack, and it's something, like I said, I started to work on in the last few days, and I'm going to continue to try to get better at in the next few weeks to hopefully sleep better. So... I figured I would share this method to maybe help some of you guys uh, maybe catch that nap in the middle of the day you need or fall asleep when you need to to get for so you can get your full eight hours before you have to get up the next morning. So it's quite an act to be able to fall asleep at the drop of a hat, regardless of where you are and what's going on around you. To steal some shut eye at airports, on flights, on break times and car rides and public places and private spaces in all the little spots in life. Not to mention how grand it is to be able to go out like a light as soon as your head hits the pillow each night. It probably seems, however, that this is simply a hack that some folks have and <clears throat> and others don't, with the latter being much larger than the former and yet the ability to fall asleep in two minutes or less anywhere, anytime. Is actually a skill. Like any other, one can learn how to do it. The technique for how to do this was in fact developed for naval aviators during World War II. And today, I'm going to share it with you. A few years into World War II, the U.S. realized it had a problem on its hands. Due to the enormous pressure of aerial combat, many of the pilots were accumulating levels of stress so debilitating that they were cracking under it. The tension caused them to lock up in flight and make fatal mistakes. Accidentally shooting down friendly planes or becoming an, becoming an unavoidable casualty themselves. In an effort to stem the loss of pilots and planes, the military bought, brought in naval uh, naval ends in Bud Winter to research, develop, and test scientific methods for teaching relaxation before the war. Before the war, Winter had been a successful college football and track coach who had also worked with professor of psychology on techniques to help athletes relax and perform better under the stress of competition. Winter was stationed at Del Monte Naval Pre-Flight School in California. His mission now was to coordinate with other coaches and professors to create a course that would similarly instruct cadets how to stay calm and loose under the pressure of camp- combat. The end goal of the program was to teach the naval aviators how to relax so that they could learn more quickly, speed up their reaction time, sharpen their focus, and diminish their fear. The course also aimed to teach combat aviators how to be able to go to sleep in just two minutes, day or night, under any and all conditions. Instruction in the skill was included to ensure that pilots got adequate sleep and could sneak an extra shut eye whenever possible. To accomplish the first goal, Winter taught the men how to physically relax. The first step in falling asleep in just two minutes is to relax physically. To accomplish the second, he taught them how to mentally relax. In fact, he essentially defined sleep as a state of being both physically and mentally relaxed. So, 
to fall asleep at the drop of a hat, you first have to work on physically relaxing, and then you have to work on mentally relaxing. So, with physically relaxing, in the book Relax and Win, the book Winter wrote about the programming developed on for combat aviators and then used with athletes after the war, he lays out the exact instructions he gave to cadets to teach them how to relax the bodies. Here we give them slightly condensed. I'm going to talk about slightly condensed. So, sit back in your chairs and put your feet flat on the deck. Knees apart, your hands limp on the inside of your lap. Now close your eyes and drop your chin until it rests on your chest. Let's breathe slowly, deeply, and regularly. Take all the wrinkles out of your forehead. Relax your scalp. Just let go. Now let your jaw sag. Let it drop open. Now relax the rest of your face muscles. Get the brook trout look. Get the brook trout look on your face. Even relax your tongue and lips. And just let them go loose. Breathe slowly. Now let's go after eight muscles that control your eyes. Let them go limp in their sockets. No focus. Just let them go limp and breathe slowly. Now drop your shoulders as low as they will go. You think that they are low, but let them go more. Did you feel the muscles in the back of your neck go limp? When you think you are really relaxed, let them go even more. Now let's relax your chest. Take a deep breath and hold it. Exhale and blow out all your tensions. Just let your chest collapse. Let it sag. Imagine you are a big, heavy blob on the chair, a jellyfish. Breathe slowly. You exhale, release more and more of your tensions. Let's go after your arms. Talk directly to your arm muscles. First talk to your right bicep. Tell it to relax. Go limp. Do the same to your right forearm. Now to the right hand and fingers. Your arm should feel like a dead weight on your leg. Repeat the relaxation process with your left arm. Breathe slowly. The entire upper body has been exposed to relaxation and a warm, pleasant feeling comes over you. You feel good. A sense of well-being invades your body. Now for your lower body. Talk to your right thigh muscles and let them go to dead weight on the chair. Let the meat hang on the bones and go through the same routine for the right calf muscles. Then all the muscles of your right ankle and foot. Tell yourself that your right leg has no bones in it at all. It's just flabby, heavy, weight on the deck. Repeat the process with your left calf, ankle, and foot. At the present, you are relaxed physically, or we think you are. For a little insurance, let's take three deep breaths. And when you let them out, blow out all the remaining tensions. One, two, three. If you have trouble getting any of your body parts to feel sufficiently relaxed and jellyfish-like, try tensing them up first, and then letting them go loose. By following the above protocol, you can achieve a nice general level of relaxation. Once you taught the cadets to cultivate this state in any pressure-filled situation, as it would loosen them up, dial down their nerves, enhance their connection, and allow them to make better decisions. From this physically calm condition, Winter then taught the cadets how to slip over the threshold into a deep, relaxed sleep by becoming completely mentally relaxed. Now, Winter argues that when you're physically relaxed, you get your mind clear of any active thoughts for just 10 seconds, you'll be asleep. The key to falling asleep quick is thus to stop the train of thoughts that is usually rumbling through your head. You have to stop ruminating on the regrets, worries, and problems of the day and stop thinking about tomorrow. Winter particularly warns against having any thoughts in which you are in motion. Studies done by placing electrodes on the cadet's body showed that even when you simply think of performing activity, 
the muscles involved in the activity actually contract. Actually contract. Modern studies have in fact confirmed this observation, showing that simply imagine yourself exercising activates the same parts of your brain that come online when you're physically in motion and actually strengthens the muscles you imagine yourself using. Well, there might be some benefit to using your mind to sit and be fit. Thinking about being active while trying to go to sleep can create muscle tension and inhibit its onset. So when looking to go to sleep, you must want to fill your head with the stillest calmest of contemplations. Winter suggests three good ones to use. So you don't want to use all three, just pick one, and if it doesn't work, try another. First, we want you to fantasize that it is a warm spring day, and you are lying in the bottom of a canoe on a very serene lake. You're looking up at a blue sky with lazy floating clouds. Do not allow any other thought to creep in. Just concentrate on this picture and keep foreign thoughts out, particularly thoughts with any movement or motion. Hold this picture and enjoy it for 10 seconds. In the second sleep producing fantasy, imagine that you were in a big black velvet hammock, and every year look is black. You must also hold this picture for 10 seconds. The third is to say the words, don't think, don't think, don't think, over and over again. Hold this blinking out other thoughts for at least 10 seconds. The cadets of the pre-flight school have been broken into two groups, one which took the relaxation course and one and the other a control group, and the former outperformed the latter in every mentally taxing class, discipline requiring drill, and physically intensive test. After six weeks of practice, 96% of the aviators were able to fall asleep in two minutes or less, anywhere and anytime. Not only that, they could do it even when they drink coffee. The having caffeine in system does make it harder. And even while they simulated noise of machine gunfire and cannon blasts played in the background, now, after the war, Winter taught the track athletes he coached the same relaxation techniques and became one of the greatest sprint coaches of all time, producing 102 All-Americans and 27 Olympians. At one time, his runners held all 10 world records for sprinting events. Winter strongly believed that the wartime program for relaxation he helped develop to fight combat stress and which athletes subsequently used to deal with the pressures of competition was just as applicable to the tension and fatigue civilians faced in their everyday lives. Now, you can use this general relaxation method to physically relax whenever you're feeling stressed out or mentally relax whenever you feel like you need it. But it's also handy when you find yourself with a short window of time for a quick snooze. Winter thought even a five-minute nap was incredibly refreshing. A micro-nap that artists like Salvador Dali used in which you allow yourself to dissolve for just a second in order to glean the creative insights that can arise on the threshold between sleep and wakefulness. Or, of course, you can simply use this technique when you go to bed to more quickly and contentedly enter your nightly block of sleep. Keep in mind that being able to relax physically and mentally and being able... Sorry. Keep in mind that being able to relax physically and mentally and therefore being able to fall asleep at the drop of a hat is a skill. And like all skills, it takes practice. So that's why personally I've been doing it for a few days. I notice I've gotten better and better at it. I think as I keep going forward, I'll be able to fall asleep faster and faster and faster. And I think that's the cool thing is, is just practice. And over time, you get better at physically and mentally relaxing yourself before you fall asleep. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to get more content um there is a support link in the description below if you want to give this podcast some love 
25% of all money through that link will be going to Gun Barrel Coffee to help support veterans and first responders in need. And there is an email address also in the show notes below where you can contact me about any questions, inquiries, or anything you want. With that, thank you very much for listening. Take care, y'all.